Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, and get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all! From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful, scenic, crime-free, very warm Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. The I feel like show. all of those were not true. My name is Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live on texasfootball.com, on Facebook, on YouTube, or on Twitch, or listen to us in the podcast, which you can subscribe to. Oh, YouTube or Twitter as well. Or listen to us in the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show i am sitting here sitting over there at the helm today making us sound good she is the duchess of the dorks she is ashley pickle hi ashley pickle hello your camera angle is fantastic because um you have on your wrestling shirt but the best part about it is the way that you're sitting all you can see is his eyes peeking over the lower third like it's not like it's good enough when you see the whole thing but it's even better when you only see the eyes popping over I'm a Dan, the lower I'm third. I'm a Danhausen guy. <laughs> Everyone knows this. I'm a longtime Danhausen guy. But yeah, the eyes just over the lower third. Today, <laughs> today is Tuesday, February 1st, 2022. 296 days till Thanksgiving. Happy birthday to Jason Isbell. Jason Isbell is the uh, new Bruce Springsteen in the sense that every sports writer is super into him. Okay, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Turnpike's the same way. Like there's a handful yeah. of guys that like, uh, at, like like when you become a sports writer, you're required to like Jason Isbell. That's fair. Um, you're required to like Turnpike Troubadours. Yeah. You're you're you're. I love Turnpike. You're required to like Bruce Springsteen. Those are the ones. Uh, anyway, happy birthday, Jason Isbell. Happy uh, episode 1324. On today's show, guys, we're announcing the Ozarka Fueled by Nature Teams of the Year. Uh, vote as voted on by you. Don't blame us. As voted on by you. Yeah. I'm kidding. They're really the people. Good. They're really good picks. There. Then I'm going to talk. Uh, we're going to go inside the numbers. I'm going to talk about the most improved Texas high school football defenses in 2021. And then back half the program, we'll hear from the head coach of the Wilmer Hutchins Eagles, Coach LZ Barnett, who stopped by the DFW clinic on Friday when we chatted him up. Do we have first four through the door? We sure do. It was Coach Terry Crawford, Tony Blaylock, Rob Hadaway, and Aaron Arbuckle. Welcome in, friends. Also, Josh Chapa said he's eating uh, the Big Chop at Cooper's for lunch right Ooh. now, so shout out. Aren't there a couple of Coopers? I mean, technically, well, yes, here we go. but no. There's only one. There's only one, and it's in Lano. The fact that people people in College Station will be like, let's go to Co-. I'm like, no. Is it? Ew. You, you have this real hot take on restaurants, like, that there's there's good ones and there's bad ones. Absolutely. Like storms. Because that's, oh, 110%. Lampasas is 8,000 times better than the Burnett location. They're only like 10 minutes apart, and there's a big difference. Uh, and then when I was in Longview. Stanley's. Um, or, no, no, no. It was uh, uh, Bodacious Barbecue. Bodacious, yeah. Uh, that like 
I was they were told like you got to go to Bodacious, you got to go to this particular one on yeah. this particular street. I was like, what? Like imagine being like. I don't know, and this is obviously a different situation, but like imagine being like, oh, let's go to McDonald's, but the one on Main, not the one on 7th. Okay, like, I mean, we've, I've said that about McDonald's before. Like the one in B Caves has the best fries. Just throw that that's, out there. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way that's true. It's so different, I'm telling you. <laughs> okay, all right, enough of that. Pickle. Dave Campbell's Texas football is proud to team up this year with Ozarka to honor one team in each classification with the Ozarka Fueled by Nature Teams of the Year. Let's start this over so we can clip this because we got to fix the lower third. There's an extra E in Fueled. Mm. I want to make sure we get this right because this is uh, these are good sponsors of ours. And I'm not going to edit this out of the podcast either. There we go. Bang. Pickle. Dave Campbell's Texas football is proud to team up this year with with Ozarka to honor one team from each classification with the Ozarka Fueled by Nature Team of the Year Award. Throughout the course of the year, we asked you to name the team, we named teams of the week each and every week. Uh, and then at the end of the year, we put all those teams of the week plus a couple of editors' choices into a poll and we let you vote on TexasFootball.com as to who you think should be the Ozarka Fueled by Nature Team of the Year winner. Uh, the team selected throughout the course of this program have exemplified the best in Texas high school football. Tough voting. A ton of votes came in on TexasFootball.com, yeah. but we have some winners. Your Oz- 2021 Ozarka Fueled by Nature Teams of the Year. In Class 6A, Austin-Westlake. The Shafts sent iconic coach Todd Dodge out in style in his final season, capturing their third consecutive state championship on the back of superstar quarterback Kate Klubnick and the state's most ferocious defense. In 5A, Corpus Christi Flower Bluff. The Hornets made history in 2021, reaching the state semifinals for the first time in the program's 78-year history. In 4A, Austin LBJ. The Jaguars became the first Austin ISD team to reach the state championship game since 1973 with a remarkable 15-1 season. In 3A, Lubbock Roosevelt. Just four years removed from a winless season, the Eagles used their high-flying running attack and sturdy defense to win their first district title since 1986 and reach the semifinals for the first time ever. In 2A, Stratford. Featuring one of the small school football's most fearsome defenses and a hard-nosed quarterback in Cody Rennie, the Elks brought home their fourth state title in program history. In 1A, Westbrook. After a tough start to the season, there was no hotter team in Texas than the Wildcats, who brought home their first state championship and became the first four-loss UIL state champ since 2014. And the private school ranks Cypress Community Christian. After falling just short in the title game last year, the Warriors finished the job in 2021, capturing the TAPS Division Three state championship for the second title in five years. So there they are, your Ozarka Fueled by Nature Teams of the Year for 2021 in 6A Austin Westlake in 5A Corpus Christi Flower Bluff in 4A Austin LBJ in 3A Lubbock Roosevelt in 2A Stratford in 1A Westbrook and in the private school ranks Cypress Community Christian congratulations to all the schools uh, we salute you for more information visit texasfootball.com alright Pickle let's talk about some numbers Math Tuesday I always forget that you want to call it <laughs> Math Tuesday <laughs> Math Tuesday. It's time for Math Tuesday. It gets the nerds going. It's time for Math Tuesday. And on Math Tuesday today, we're going to talk a little bit about the most improved Texas high school football defenses in 2021. I've got the piece up on TexasFootball.com. And we as the, we mentioned last time mm-hmm. that— Because off- we did offenses. We did offenses last time on Math Tuesday. 
Matthew, hashtag Matthew thing. And we talked about how offenses really did take a leap in 2021. Yeah. Uh, we talked about how we thought that the pandemic really tamped down offenses uh, in 2020. But we weren't going to know until the next season exactly, rolled around. Right? They came roaring back uh, with you know nearly two more points per game per team in the state of Texas in 2021. It's pretty big, right? Yeah, when you're looking at 1,200 right. teams. <laughs> but at the same time, that's not to say that defense is going out of style. Because... Consider this. I don't know if you knew this, Pickle. Here's a little fun fact. A little fun fact on Math Tuesday. Does it revolve around tortoises? There were 12 UIL State champions last year, right? Fact. 11 of them had a scoring defense that ranked in the top 10. Does not surprise me. 11 of the 12. We brought that up kind of before the state championships. There's a lot of defensive-minded teams here. The only one that didn't was Westbrook. Westbrook uh, was 12th in 1A Division I. Uh, which is just outside the top 10, obviously. But also, remember, they took four losses. Mm-hmm. And they played some really tough teams uh, that probably drove up that average in the early going. So, it still takes defense to re- to win at the highest level in Texas high school football. Yes. And so that's what makes this particularly interesting, is we're able to see which teams are trending in that way to show us, hey, they're improving, they're getting closer to contention, which of those teams made those leaps. And so, we have the top 25 most improved defenses from 2020 to 2021. And you can see them there. Those are the the um, uh, the logos. If, if you're interested in, in them, you can find them on TexasFootball.com. So, the, the most improved defense in 2021 was Lingleville. All right. The Cardinals. And this is pretty shocking, okay? So, they're a six-man program. Mm-hmm. In 2021, I'm sorry, in 2020, they had literally, I mean this literally, the worst defense in 1A Division One. I'm not kidding. The number last scoring defense. <laughs> the number last. In 2020, in, in, in 1A Division One. okay? They were giving up 64.9 points per game. This past year, they brought that average down to 31.6. Okay? They improved by 33 points a game. Wow. They went from dead last to 13th in the state. Talk about a jump. That's a massive jump. Okay, A massive jump. The defense for Coach Kenneth Davis was went from it is straight up losing them games mm-hmm. to an actual bona fide asset. Well, on top of that, 33 sounds like a high number, but when you put it in a perspective from the six-man classification, that's a really low number of points scored. Correct. Yeah, 33 is not bad. 33 um, or 31.6 points per game is what they gave up. Yeah. That that's allowed good, is not that's bad. That's good enough at all. for 13th. 13th mm-hmm. in one division one. Pretty good. The the most improved 11-man team was a team we've talked about on this on the program for. Roscoe. Yep. Roscoe um allowed 29 fewer points per game in 2021. Wow. Okay, uh, Antonio Aguayo, uh, Reese Kaiser, and Strong Sporting Cast put the the uh, Plowboys on their back. They went from giving up 47.5 points a game, which I think we can all say bad. Yes, that, I, I'm not. Try- I'm not trying to be a jerk. If you give up 47 points a game, your defense is pretty bad. Math Tuesday would confirm. They gave up 18.5 points per game. Wow, which is like. Really good. Yeah. (laughs) Like, they went from very bad to pretty darn good in the span of one year. The most improved big school, if you want to call 6A and 5A big school, which I think is fair, right? Yes. 
Mission Veterans Memorial. How about that, Coach Gilpin? Uh, once again, they went from 43 points a game mm-hmm. to 17.4 points a game. Wow. Okay? A giant leap. They were 5A's most improved defense. Uh, and remember, they went 1-5. We talked with Coach Gilpin at 7-on-7, seven seven, and he mm-hmm. talked about how, you know what? You are what your record says you are. I'm a 1-5 coach. Well, he's an 8-4 and four coach now. Yep. You know what I mean? They took that leap. That showed up in the win column. Speaking of sparking a big improvement, you will notice there are two down there bottom left of this, of this graphic. You'll notice two state champions. Yes. Stephenville rode the state's sixth most improved defense to a state championship. They went from, because you remember what really held them back, the offense was pretty good last year, but last year they were giving up 37 points a game. 37.8 points a game. This year, 15. Yeah, fifteen points. That defense was insane this yes. year. The other one is Stratford. Mm-hmm. Stratford was a team that you remember last year. They went. I want to say they went like seven and six. Like they, yeah. had, a, they had a weird, uh, like a Pretty weird run of the final middle. record. Final record. But they cut. They basically cut their um, their scoring, their defensive scoring uh, allowance down by two thirds. They went from thirty point nine points a game to ten. Okay, no wonder they won a state championship. Uh, if you're looking in Class 6A, the most improved defense, Humble Summer Creek. And second time we've mentioned those uh, that program there. Uh, in th- 4A, it was Bandera. Bandera was the was the most improved defense in 4A. And in 3A, San Antonio Cole. Those are the most improved defense. Those are the top 25. You can find those up all, all up on TexasFootball.com. Uh, but what I think is interesting, this is just, and I haven't, I haven't run this particular style number, but... Uh, thinking back on the most improved offenses. Yes. You were looking up and down, and you were like, oh, there were still some teams that were going, you know, 2-8. and eight. There were right. still some teams that were going 3-7, and seven, things like that. You don't see that very much in this list. No. Okay? You're seeing a lot of 7-4s. Forney mm-hmm. was, uh, made a huge leap. We talked with Jeff Fleener uh, there at uh, DFW Coaching Clinic, or DFW Coaching Clinic, rather, um, and and talked about that. They went 7-4, and four, right? Uh, one of the only teams to be on both most improved offenses and most improved defenses is Tioga, yep. right? Coach Chad Rogers doing big things there. They obviously made a big leap, right? I only see one team in Darrowzet in the six man ranks that that had a pretty bad, pretty tough year. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is that, that that is the outlier. You got a lot of ten win teams here. Marlins on this list, right? Um, Gordon is on this list. Uh, yeah, yeah, Toller, Spur, all teams that had a really nice years in twenty twenty one. I think there's more of a correlation, you know, and I would need to run some sort of numbers on this. Maybe that's next Math Tuesday. Hmm. Run a correlation. I would say that improved defenses is more correlated with uh, a better win column or better outcome. Than, All the than, coaches uh, watching this are going, well, we've been telling you all the defense wins championships forever. <laughs> I, I know that's right, but it's... It, it, it it's, is interesting it's, to see. It's stark. It, it, it laid out in stark terms here. Uh, Especially because when we go back to what you were talking about earlier with the offenses and the pandemic, and we were wondering how much of a difference that that really made it, we kind of said all along, like we thought that the defenses could be the big calling card during all of that. And the fact that it shows that, yeah, you could have a decent defense in 2020 and be fine. But if you made big strides this year, that there is some kind of you know connection between all of that. Yeah, I think so. So there you go. You can find the piece up on TexasFootball.com, the most improved defenses in Texas high school football in 2021.
We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Before we get into uh, talking with LZ Barnett of Wilmer Hutchins, let's promo what we're doing tomorrow. That is the Texas Football Today National Signing Day Special. And we've got a pair of big-time stars coming in to uh, commit live on our air tomorrow, 10 a.m. We're not on at noon. If you log on at noon, you're going to be sad. Mm-hmm. 10 a.m. tomorrow. Yeah, I don't want to get any emails about people being upset that we're not on at noon. <laughs> 10 a.m. tomorrow. Jack Curtis from Highland Park is going to be in here committing. He's uh, narrowed it down to Air Force, Army, or Princeton. And then... R.J. Maryland, uh, the South Lake Carroll tight end, uh, is going to be choosing between Miami and SMU. Uh, both of them will be committing live right here uh, on Texas Football Today. We'll have instant analysis and reaction uh, from uh, Greg Powers, Ishmael Johnson. They'll be here. Uh, Mallory Hartley is going to be our master of ceremonies over there. Uh, we're very excited to have uh, both Jack Curtis and R.J. Maryland in And it sounds like we'll have a great showing from family members and support I and everything. I believe... RJ's bringing about 10 people, I think, and Jack Curtis is bringing like 13, yeah, so we we're going to have a party enough. in here. we got to make sure we got enough room. I'm looking around the studio. I think we got enough room. Yeah. We'll okay. Well, um, we're, we're going to make yeah, it work. We'll, we'll make it work. <laughs> anyway, that's tomorrow, 10 a.m., right here. Wherever you're watching us right now is where you can find the Texas Football Today's National Signing Day special tomorrow. Pickle, last... Friday. Friday. Time is no Time out. Yep. <laughs> um, last Friday, we were over in Grapevine uh, for the DFW Coaches Clinic, caught up with a number of coaches. One of them, the head coach of those mighty Wilmer Hutchins Eagles. I believe I called them the Wildcats the first time I talked with them because I have not slept much. That's fair. Uh, they are, of course, the Eagles. Coach Elsie uh, Barnett, one of our favorites. Here's my conversation with Wilmer Hutchins head coach Elsie Barnett here on Texas Football Today. Dave Campbell's Texas Football here at the DFW Coaches Clinic in Grapevine here with Mayor Dallas, I guess? <laughs> the head, Mayor of Dallas. Head coach of the Wilmer Hutchins Wildcats, Coach Elsie Barnett. Coach, how are you? I'm good. How's the offseason been? So offseason's far? going great. Boys in track. Uh, some of them in basketball. Some going to baseball. And then the rest of them are doing offseason football. Okay. How's an off-season football? You know, let's let's talk a little bit about last year. I know yeah. you maybe prefer not to, but you know, a, a, a disappointing year, I think, by at least by Hutch standards. You know, uh, what I mean, the standards yeah. have been so high that it's a step back. So, how do you, how do you evaluate what happened last year? It was extremely disappointing. Just a lot of youth mm-hmm. inexperience at the major positions, the quarterback, running back. Uh, but you know, with what we're doing right now, we'll bounce back. Mm-hmm. We'll no. definitely be back. There's, there's no doubt about that. And, and one of the reasons is, you know, you mentioned how young you guys were. Um, see, like, do you, how many? I'll just ask you. I'll, I'll get your questionnaire in, in the fall, in, in the spring. But, but how many starters are you guys going to have coming back? It's got to be. We'll be loaded on both sides of the ball. Um, we, we still have to answer that question at quarterback. But for the most part. Everyone else is coming back. And the most important pieces, you know, up front, the offensive and defensive line, we're bringing all those guys back. Coach Barnett's an offensive line new guy, so <laughs> that's why we get along. Uh, did you see over the course, I know it didn't necessarily manifest in the wind column, but did you see that growth of those youngsters, of those guys who are going to be key part, parts of your 2022 season as the season went on? Oh, yeah, definitely. Especially in that first-round playoff game with Argyle, you could see how the kids had, you know, how they had matriculated and developed into what we think they could be, the, the potential, because, uh, you know, our guy going to test you on all sides. Mm-hmm. 
front, back, side to side, doesn't matter them, the Argyle Eagles, but those guys stood up to the test. And I mean, they did a, they did a pretty good job for their, you know, for the level of experience they had. Right. And it strikes me that playing teams like that, right, playing teams that are, are playing deep in the playoffs, they're now going to be moving up to 5A, you know, that that's going to end up making you guys better and, and, and helping you guys into 2022 and beyond. You know, the one, one thing that we've never done was shot away from any opponent. You know, we used to play South Oak Cliff, non-district. Uh, we've played Waco, uh, I mean, uh, not Waco, LaVega in the playoffs, but we played, um, you know, Frisco, Wakeland, non-district. Mm-hmm. So, our kids have to play those type of caliber, play those caliber teams in order for us to really get a true measurement of them, because you know the playing field isn't isn't leveled all the way across the board in the inner city. Yeah. You know, and having an inner city program, you have to find ways to get your kids and push them and test them, so you'll actually know what you have when you're getting ready for district play. Well, and, and you brought it up. Uh, you know, coaching the inner city is, it has comes with its own uh, challenges. Uh, when you see a team like South Oak Cliff do what they did and win a state championship, you know I can only speak from where I sit. From your perspective, does that does that you know provide hope? Does that, does that rally you guys? Be like, got, give you give you something to show your kids? Be like, we can got, we can go and do this, guys. You know, Jason does a great job over there at South Oak Cliff, and I was very flattered that he would even play me. You know, those couple of years that we played, considering the caliber of program that he has. But our kids know that if my next door neighbor can do it, mm-hmm. then why can't I do it? And so if, even from the coaching from the coaching carousel, you know, my guys, that's some of those guys been at several different schools in, in uh, high schools in DISD, they know now that, hey, I can bring a little bit more to the table. So, so that, that run that South Oak Cliff had was extremely inspiring for all of us. Mm-hmm. Now, I got to ask you, you know, I asked you to do this interview and you you balked at first and you said, <laughs> I don't I don't know. I don't know if I want to do that interview. Uh, how do you think this interview went? You know, I. You calm me down, Greg. You know that I've been around. I've known you forever. So hanging out with you is like being in the backyard barbecue. The only piece we're missing is Aaron. If we had Aaron here, man, we it'd be a oh, full show. Oh, dude. If we had, well, if we had Aaron, we would never get a word in. Right, you know, that's right, the problem. Right, there. right. Coach, we're excited to see you again. We're excited to see what your Eagles do. We're, we're Thank you, Greg. Appreciate you. There he is, Barnett, our good buddy there at Wilmer Hutchins. Um, chatting him up at the DFW Coaches Clinic. Always enjoy the opportunity to catch up with him excited to see what happens with them in realignment uh and yeah big doings down there uh in eagle country we appreciate uh coach lz barnett of wilmer hutchins hopping on with us let's go over to ashley pickle from america's second favorite segment final thoughts and uh if if she looks refreshed and stress-free it's because she is she's got nothing on her mind no, we're just chilling. It's not like we've got two massive shows coming up the next two days. Back to back. back with to a back. little wintry mix. <laughs> I know. To just set yeah. everything on fire. It's, it's going to be a lot. Because if you don't know, again, tomorrow, the National Signing Day special, two live in-studio commitments uh, mm-hmm. with Jack Curtis from Highland Park and RJ Maryland from South Lake Carroll. They'll be in-studio committing live. Um, and then Thursday is our UIL realignment special. That's going on. So 10 a.m. tomorrow, yes. 8.55 on Thursday. Yes. We will not be doing a noon show either of those no. days. The next noon show is Friday. Yes. So if you tune in at noon, you're going to be sad. Um, anyway, how's your head? How you doing? You doing okay? Good. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I think that this will all be a lot of fun. I think it's going to be good so shows. I'm excited I hope to that y'all will tune in because we're putting a lot of work into it. So uh, make, I, make it worth it. I think the shows are going to be really fun. <laughs> Um, I think you're going to enjoy them uh, very much, but uh, we certainly hope that you'll tune in tomorrow for the National Signing Day special, 10 a.m. right here, wherever you're watching this show. Anything else? Nope, that'll be it.
Bye. We'll see you all tomorrow. It's good for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks again to Wilmer Hutchins head coach, Elsie Barnett, for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please meet your player of the year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow, 10 a.m. for the National Signing Day special here on Texas Football Today.